is from Luke chapter 9, verses 18 to 27. Now, it happened that he was praying alone. The disciples were with him. And he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? And they answered, John the Baptist. But others say, Elijah. And others, that one of the prophets of old has risen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, The Christ of God. And he strictly charged and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And he said to all, If anyone would come after him, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. But whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. So it's all over, right? Christmas is over. So I hope you had a good Christmas. And the truth is, we have to go back to our reality, right? But let me tell you, throughout Christmas season, we spend a lot of time, our time, our money, and our energy trying to project to others that our lives are a lot better or happier than actually are. Isn't it? The author of this book says, if we are honest, all of us are just a bunch of misfit toys. Deep down inside us, that we have our own hang-ups. Everyone has their hang-ups, habitual sins, brokenness, fears, headaches. And these realities should be hidden. But Christmas is not about hiding our realities. In fact, it is time to reveal our new reality. That how Jesus Christ recreated us. The brand new start to be the people of peace, hope, love, and joy for the eternal life in Christ. Of course, in January 2023, I made my resolutions to live a better life. But I didn't make it. It's just every year, I feel like it is playing the same 
tape or CD again and again. It would be great if I can just rewrite the script for my life and another person, perfect person, lives the life, my life, for me, which is I cannot live. So how can we make Christmas story as ours so we don't have to live same life again in this new year? How can we claim the life with this new ending in Christ. There's one thing. Simple. There's one thing we can do. Agree to come on board the adventure Christ offers. Right? We know that. In 1780, John Wesley wrote a booklet called Directions for Renewing Our Covenant with God. In the preface of the booklet, Wesley wrote, Adventure yourselves with him, cast yourself upon his righteousness as that which shall bring you to God. As a poor captive exile that is cast upon a strange land, a land of robbers and murderers, where he is ready to perish, and having no hope either of abiding there or escaping home with life. Simply Wesley encourages us to renew our covenant with God every year. Even though we failed the last year, just continue to be on board and embark the adventure with Christ. I told you, even in the Old Testament, the word for Hebrew, the perfect, perfection means facing God. As long as we're on the same destination, we're facing journey, God took it as a holy and perfect Even we are a little behind. Even we are a little delaying. Even we are just stopped there as long as we gaze in God and facing God. So the, this covenant renewal became Methodist tradition before the new year began. So actually, usually... Um, at least since I came here, we, uh, we, uh, we uh, read this uh, covenant prayer, Wesley covenant prayer, on the first Sunday of January. But this is part of this sermon series, so this year I would like to do it this sun- today. And so I want to share with you, there are five steps to prepare for making our covenant with God. First, Wesley said, set apart some time, more than once, to be spent in secret before the Lord. 
It means confide in God. Confess to God honestly for our sins, our hang-ups, and our obstacles in the right relationship with God. Whatever bothers our faith, our you know, holiness. To confide in someone means put full trust in that person. So, are you willing to be trustful and even vulnerable with even our most guarded secrets? Are you willing to admit your weakness and declaring your dependence on God to overcome yourself? And are you willing to take off your mask? Our mask facing others with the confidence of God's faithful love. Second, Wesley said, compose your spirit into the most serious frame possible, suitable to a transaction of very high importance. You have to be serious about this commitment. Compose your spirit means to remember we are not the center of the universe. Don't be generous to yourself for your struggles by comparing with others. A lot of times we just justify ourselves with just comparing other people, even worse. Don't do that. We must abstain from every form of evil. There's no exception. There's no exception. Don't try to preserve your self-esteem or sense of dignity in this process. You have to come way down to the bottom and confess ourselves to the Lord. So we must consider ourselves with a sober judgment and acknowledging we are all sinners. We are all broken and equally children of God. Third, Wesley said, grab hold of God's covenant and rely upon God's promise of giving grace and strength, whereby you may be enabled to perform your promise. Trust not your own strength, nor the strength of your own resolution, but take hold of God's strength. So we must claim the covenant in absolute trust in God. The author used this illustration, uh, trapeze, trapeze in circus, you know. We must let go of the old bar, the covenant with the world we've been made, we've been trusted. And spin around midair 
in order to grab the new bar, the new covenant with God. Letting go of our sinful way is not easy. Letting go of our comfortness, whatever that is, is very painful process. But we have to do it in the full confidence in God that who will provide us the guidance and strength. And fourth, John Wesley said, encourage us, uh, John Wesley said, resolve to be faithful. Having engaged your heart, opened your mouth, and subscribed with your hands to the Lord. Resolve in his strength never to go back. Resolve, the author said, resolve comes from the Latin word resolvere, which means to loosen or disintegrate. So we must, we must choose faithfulness to loosen everything that would pull us back towards the old life of sin. It is like a marriage. We know marriage is far more than wedding ceremony. Right? It's lifelong commitment. Those behaviors, those things we indulged, we enjoyed, activities, lifestyle, everything we indulged before our marriage must be disintegrated after marriage. If that behavior, action, whatever, the, even the hobby, whatever, your passion, damaging your marriage, your marriage. So Christian adventure is same. It is daily commitment of our choice with our thoughts, words, and deeds. So we don't want to be called nominal Christian anymore. We don't want to be called Sunday Christian. We don't want to be called, oh, that hypocrite DJ. He's so, he's so, he's so hypocrite. We don't want to be like that. And fifth, and the last, Wesley said, being thus prepared as some convenient with set apart for the proposed, get to work in the most solemn manner possible as if the Lord were visibly present before your eyes. Fall down on your knees and spreading forth your hands towards heaven, open your heart to the Lord. It is prayer. We must connect ourselves to God in prayer. And prayer is the lifeblood of our relationship with God. It is not like, oh, there's a prayer time. Oh, there's a prayer meeting we pray. That's prayer too. But living in the presence of God is a prayer. Our struggles, our 
emotions, our, our victory, our joy, everything, we praying to God. And God seeing us, God watching us, what, listen to us. When do you pray? What do you pray? How do you pray? It involves opening our heart to God in a sad, aside manner. So I really strongly encourage you, I'm sure most of you do, but when you do daily devotion or prayer time, set a time, like 7 a.m. or 7.30 a.m. or 6 p.m., 9 p.m., instead of, oh, well, Today, I'd really like to pray today. <laughs> or this morning, I feel like really, I'd like to pray. Don't do that. You have to set a time. Because when we set a time exclusive, that time to God, God is there. It makes it holy. That's why our Sabbath is holy. Because we set that time exclusively for God. That's why God blessed on our tithe, your pledge. Because this this amount, this much, uh, it's, it's for you. When we do that, God bless upon it. We are not here to be rich, but God bless us when we set aside. So let's pray that way and listen to God and speak to God. So prayer is not some magical incantation for our wish list. Oh God, I need that. I need that. I need that. God knows our heart already. Even waiting the answer, our prayer, we have to remember no is answer. Two. So the prayer is uh, uh, incorporation with God. Being in the presence of God. Even though you don't want to pray. Because your life is so painful. So despair. So, so challenging. Sorrowful. But God is right there with you. So prayer is incorporation with God. So God knows us. We know God's heart when we become one. So it is being filled with the Holy Spirit. So absolutely we can be ruled by God. That's prayer. So we don't need many words. And we don't need to be emotional. We only need intentional attentiveness to God's Spirit who acts, who speaks, who listens, and always ready to guide us. So dear Christmas people, Christmas is not over. Every day is Christmas. If we live Christmas story as ours, we become hope peace, love, and joy to people around us and to God. 
And we don't need to hide or deny our misfit conditions. God knows. And people know. Our shame, our guilt, our brokenness. But we know, we believe Jesus nailed them on the cross. And we were crucified with him. And we were born anew in Christ. That's our faith. That is our faith. But but God reckoned our faith as our justice, our righteousness. That's amazing. So we have to believe we are new in Christ. So we must live the life, this new life, the Christmas life, by the covenant with God. So only we need to follow Christ and embody his example and learn to love God and others. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how this hopeless world, right? It's... It is so sad, the world, how things are going. The war in Israel, in Gaza, Ukraine, everywhere. People, the hunger and poverty, you know, kill, kill people. People die every day, tens of thousands of people. But it doesn't matter. This hopeless world might seem to you. It doesn't matter what kind of life we lived in our yesterday or we live tomorrow we only live today with this altogether love peace and love and joy we just live today live today so let's accept God's invitation to this adventure The brand new start for new year 2024. So, this time we'll pray together this Wesleyan Covenant prayer. So if you'd like to join this invitation of Christ, why don't we stand and let's pray this Wesleyan Covenant prayer in one voice. Let's pray. I am no longer my own, but thine. Permit to what thou wilt, rank me with whom thou wilt. Permit to doing, permit to suffering, let me be employed by thee, or laid aside for thee, exalted for thee, or brought low for thee. Let me be full, let me be empty, let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely, heartily yielded all things to thy pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thou art mine, and I am thine, so be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen. Amen. And let's
close in worship with a song, closing hymn. Go tell it on the mountain, page 251. Christmas to you again and Happy New Year. I see you in 2024 in a regular worship time. I send you with the once again what Jesus simply said to us how we make this covenant. He said, if anyone if anyone to become my followers let them deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Amen.